everyone welcome back to the podcast human all too human today it's our mid-season special i'm with uh, a special guest we're actually live so this is our first live episode um i'm with jen and um you know we're just gonna kick it off jen you want to introduce yourself real quickly and then we can get started yeah sure um hi everyone my name is jen you sound a little nervous i am nervous <laughs> this is my first ever podcast um but uh chris seems like a really welcoming host so i just decided to hop on First time I've heard of that. But. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just lying to flatter you. But my name is Jin. Um, I'm currently a senior, but I'm graduating in five days. So that's exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. Um, I'm a psych major, but I took my first ever philosophy course this semester. And it was just really, really interesting. Um, so yeah, I just thought this would be a good opportunity to learn more about philosophical content from Chris. Uh, if there is anything to learn there from you. There is nothing to learn. Yeah, you uh, came to the wrong podcast. I, I came here to learn from you. Oh, Wait, what? what? <laughs> You're not going to learn anything. We, our two brain cells are going <laughs> to... You're not going to gain anything Like the Higgs-Boson collider. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, they're not going to... No, this is going to be useless, but I'm here anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about myself. No, it's, I mean, that's, that's probably all there is to say about yourself. Wow, yeah, that's, that's but, all I'm worth. No, but you don't give yourself enough credit. You you are a psych major, so it, it does play into philosophy a little bit. I guess so. I guess so. This is so weird. I've never like looked at my podcast guest before. Yeah, I'm this like, is wild. I, I don't know where to look. I'm, yeah. not sure if I should look I'm like life. looking at the chat, and I'm like, yeah. wait, there's a live yeah. person next to me. This is the first time. This is the first time we've ever done this live. So oh, okay, for the okay. mid, you should feel special, I, I even though we've feel, never met before. I feel very special. Yeah, this is literally the first day we met in person, but here we are. But Jin, you are a psych major, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they psychology plays a big part in the philosophy because, mm-hmm. well, I mean that's our whole topic, right? We yeah, and you so. you actually you were the one who suggested human consciousness, right? Yeah. So why, why is that? Why, why were you so interested about it? If you if you you know be so kind to tell everybody on the mm-hmm. podcast, all two people on the podcast. The reason why I got interested in this topic is not really because of my major, but now that you mention it, there are a lot of connections um, because I feel like dealing with consciousness is a huge mental issue. Like so much, you know, cognitive dissonance that we have to deal with. But I got interested in this issue or, or, or this topic um, because of just like shows and movies that I've seen that are really interesting. Um, I already told Chris about this, but like a few Black Mirror episodes, like White Christmas and the movie Her, um, Ex Machina. Like those movies and shows just make me wonder why we place so much emphasis and like you know assign so much importance to our human consciousness. And whether it's even valid in the first place, because we kind of, you know, say that consciousness is what makes us so special and unique and it proves our existence and whatnot. But how do we say that our consciousness is more special than, you know, AI consciousness or... Yeah. Yeah. It's just very interesting to me because we just don't know anything about it, in my opinion. Um, so That's yeah. so interesting. I mean, yeah. we watched the Black Mirror episode together, right. yeah, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the, 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 the topic of AI is super interesting because right now it's like more important than it's ever been. Oh, for sure. Right. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen... Um, they have like the, they like, it was like a piece of code. I don't know if Google did it, but they, they made a simulation where they had a person, like they coded in a person and it just, and they didn't teach them how to walk. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and then it, it tries to develop, learn how to walk on its oh, own. Oh, wow. Like what is, so you see like this animated stick figure, like falling over mm-hmm. blocks mm-hmm. and then eventually he learns how to walk. And mm-hmm. then they, they, because it's code, they do it in the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. And when he learns how to walk, when he or she, you know, the code learns how to walk, mm-hmm. it looks surprisingly similar to what we do. Wow. And it's shocking. But then when it starts running, it's like arms are falling oh. everywhere. Like, <laughs> oh, like AI, the, yeah, it's the, like a titan running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like we're talking about human consciousness because, uh, like like Jin said, a lot of people <laughs> assume humans are so special. Because what makes us so special is that we're, 
we're sapient, right? We're not, mm -hmm. we're not only uh, sentient, we're sapient, right? I mm -hmm. believe I'm getting that distinction correctly. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, chat. But so, but it's not just the case. Like consciousness, we don't even understand a good portion of consciousness, right? You are a psych major. So mm -hmm. there is the, we were talking about this before. There's the unconscious, there's the subconscious. There's parts right. of our own mind that we don't understand. Right. So why do we assign so much speciality to it when it's not very, like we don't even have control of what we're thinking, how we're perceiving things, exactly. right? Like, isn't it like, I, for instance, if we see, if we look through our eyes, we see all images upside down and our brain actually reverses right. them. Yeah. So, so like our brain is doing so many things at the mm -hmm. same time, like automatically doing this for us and we don't mm -hmm. even register it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how much of it is ours in particular if we're not even registering like half these things, right? And yeah. the same applies to consciousness. Mm -hmm. But, but I'm, I'm running on, please. No, <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. And this also reminds me of, like, you know, the mind and body problem. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, do you do you think of the mind and body as two distinct entities? Well, they, they have to be, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, if you told me, like, if you asked me how you define the self, right? And this is, like, a basic philosophy 101 question. Mm -hmm. If somebody says the body, then they'd be like, okay, what if I, like, took your mind out and put it in another body? Is mm -hmm. that original body yours? Of course you'd say no, mm -hmm. right? And, you know... I definitely put me in a skinnier body, right? Nah, <laughs> same. <laughs> Hot girl summer is too near. I can't, I can't do this. It's but too yeah, late. so it, it can't just be the body, right? But it can't, right. I, I don't think it's just the consciousness either, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a weird, it, okay. it's a weird, you know. So you take a, a very like a dualist approach. Maybe, but like I would say obviously I value my consciousness more than my body. Hmm. But this okay. body's not worth that much on the black market. But, but it's it's that whole thing, right? Like, how do you... The first thing that I, I suppose is asked when you hit in, when you get into a philosophy course, they ask you, what is the self? And people mm. are like, well, it's me. Like, what do you mean by that? It's every right. part that makes me. But what makes you, right? And, yeah. But consciousness is definitely a major form of that, right? Mm -hmm. We know that for certain. Mm, yeah. I just learned a lot about, um, you know, like the materialist approach where people just think the mind isn't as special as we think it is. Because... At the end of the day, we I guess we are fundamentally just made of physical matter. So, you know. We're, we're just a bunch of nerves yeah, and neurons we're just, connected. We're just, I mean, anything yeah, we're just can atoms. be. Yeah, and anything can be simplified <laughs> that much. I think there's something special. I mean, if you look at a bunch of chimps, they obviously don't have the level of sophistication that we do. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, we didn't do anything to make our consciousness like this, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's, it's nothing. You could even consider your consciousness like a separate part of your body, right? Because you can, like, like thinking silently, like you almost mm -hmm. have like a silent voice in your head, mm -hmm. right? That you can that you can manifest. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? When yeah, you're yeah, like thinking no, absolutely. Like, yeah. I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after this, I'll give you more of a good psychiatrist. But um, yeah, I'm going to. I'm therapy. concerned. Yeah, I'm concerned that you are a psych major. But... Mm, no, my mind is just very active. But yeah, absolutely. It's... But like, yeah, but humans are very. Um, selfish in a way and they're very indulgent and they're very conceited for they, sure yeah <laughs> but i do think it's definitely a su survival tactic because without this conceitedness we kind of can't really find a meeting for ourselves and you know well I that's feel the like, whole issue i mean yeah, i started that, right. this podcast because i wanted to like all these questions all these you know existential questions like w w like what am i doing here came up and i mm -hmm. thought talking about it would help and I, I was, did it. <laughs> no, I did. I was talking. I was, in our last episode, we were talking about the topic of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, I started this podcast to try to find out why I'm on this earth. And then, like, I learned so much, but also mm -hmm. I'm even more confused now. For sure. And now that we're talking about consciousness, right? Like, yeah, man. It's, 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 right, right, right. Like, it's consciousness. We don't understand half of our own consciousness, mm -hmm. but we consider it a fundamental part of ourselves. Right. And so, we think that it makes us better than, you know, AI and other animals. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like what, when we get to a point where it's like, 
we're in the futuristic movies where we where where AI is walking around with us, right? And they have mm-hmm. like a, they have a simulated consciousness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a whole other ethical set of questions. But but we, we talked about this before. Oh yeah, I would love um, to talk more about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's so if we assume that um, another like let's say like a robot or uh, like an AI is guiding our actions, right? We'd be a little disturbed. And I talked about this mm-hmm. because it's like something else, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but. Our consciousness is almost separate from our because we can't control it. As we mentioned, we don't understand the subconscious. We don't understand mm-hmm. the unconscious. Yeah. So it's almost a separate entity from our mind, body, and spirit, right? And that's mm-hmm. dictating most of our actions. Yeah. So it's not any less weird to think about to me as an AI controlling our actions versus our consciousness controlling our actions. We just consider the consciousness part of ourself, mm-hmm. right? And then we like we we de- we make it our own. Yeah, our, and that that consi- gives us comfort. Yeah, which yeah. is which is not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but <laughs> you're just pulling yeah, out yeah. of our, you're but, just pulling so much out of your ass right now. No, no, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like I don't know. So yeah, it's like I, it's definitely one of those things where you just talk more and you just get more and more confused. You're like, wow, there are so many other perspectives that I didn't consider. Like this one, I didn't really consider because um, I did think of consciousness as just like I thought it was a given that it's just part of our entity. But now that you mention it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the base assumption, right? We we all assume that because it's it's uncomfortable to think about if like it's already complexing enough to be human, and then if being human is broken into up to more parts, like the mind, the body, the spirit, mm-hmm. then it's even more like it's so difficult. Like I already have enough difficulty living being a human, right? So in order, <laughs> like metaphysically breaking it down yeah. at this level is like yeah. it's it's difficult. For sure. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. I just. We were listening to a lecture about the mind and body problem, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't find an opinion that I, you know, am satis- satisfied with. So, so what was the problem that they were talking about? Oh, it's just like you know, how can you um can, can is it possible to reduce the mind to the you know the physical body or or vice versa? Can you reduce you know the body to the mind? Absolutely um, not. Right? Yeah, you how absolutely could you, cannot. How could you do that? Yeah, I was like, no. But <laughs> <laughs> well, question solved. Okay, that was so, the easiest. Yeah, the yeah easiest, so my answer is no. Thank you, Professor. Every, See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, every philosophy question yeah. in this entire world has been answered. Yeah, yes. Just with that. But the mind and body, right? It, you know, it's it, you cannot simply just reduce um, one to the yeah, other. No, right? absolutely. It, they're two separate entities. Because For all we know, like you said, it's more than just the mind and body. So we can't it could even, be even more. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, if we think about it, we, I mean, we, we, I mentioned this before. I've heard of this scenario somewhere before. We could not figure out where I've heard this from. Mm. It's like if we, <laughs> we talked about the two teleporters, right? If there was like this futuristic world where to teleport across the world, you got into one end and then it teleported you to the other. But how it would do this is it would replicate your body and it would kill your consciousness. It would kill your mind and then it would replicate that mind on the other body, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously you wouldn't the body coming out of the destination wouldn't know that right but you going into the first elevator are knowing that you're dying right so your mind is dying but your body isn't yeah and then the argument is like well you wouldn't know because that second mind is coming out of the destination and it has the same memories of the old mind so that's basically you Mm -hmm. but you know tell that to the person who's that that's no yeah that's no yeah like that's not (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean we we watched um that black mirror episode white christmas so they took they they took the cookie. Yeah, the premise was they planted something inside your mind for like two weeks, uh-huh. and then it would like um, make a copy. Yeah, of your yeah, consciousness. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah. like integrate into your mind, see mm-hmm. how it works, and after two weeks, they would take it out and put it into an egg, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and then it would it would literally <laughs> be you. It would think that it's you, right? 
And then what, what they would do is they would commercialize it. They would take this egg and they would have it like control your house because it's you. And, yeah, because and it's you. It knows all your preferences. So it yeah, controls you know all your lighting, best. your food, everything. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then they were saying like, well, that's obviously not a real person because it's... But that, that's not true, right? Like, right. I think it's exceptionally cruel. But that just goes to show the mind and body are completely not separate. Because yeah. there was a point in the episode where the, the egg didn't have a body. And mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Like, I'm just a mm-hmm. talking voice. Yeah. And then the people gave her a body yeah. and th- that made her feel more uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah, more yeah. comfortable. And she I think that's a very... Yeah, exactly. And that's... I mean, that hasn't happened to us in real life. My consciousness has <laughs> that. But I could imagine that would be uncomfortable. Like, I wouldn't need a body to... So that so that what's that's that's why that makes me think that it, it can't just be the mind, right. but it's obviously not just the body. Like right. obviously, I favor the mind over the body. But. Yeah. Also, from a more psychological perspective, like oh please, yes, you're. Uh, expert. Uh, you're expert no, no, no. Oh wait, wait, that sounded a Jin lot. Jin is literally wait, a doctor. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the? She's the fool. Please. Okay, no, that and that intro sentence made it sound way more professional than than the next thing I was gonna say. I was just gonna say, um, oh, I'm blanking. Wait, what was I going to say? What would Sigmund Freud think? That <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, just in terms of, you know, mental illnesses, there's always the question of when you, when people do things in, you know, it's still them, it's their body, and they do these actions that are unethical, but they did it because of a mental illness that, you know, essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. quote unquote, took over their yeah, their yeah. mind. Then does that mind and that, that person get the responsibility for whatever actions they, you know, whatever actions they made during those times, I guess, um, yeah. Oh, right, like schizophrenia or being bipolar, right? Exactly, exactly. Because often the, 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 the second personality in a bipolar personality is often violent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's like, it's two, it's almost two separate entities for them. Yeah, it's different minds. It's different, yeah, and like, uh, it's different identities. I mean, so. I'm, I bet, I mean, most of the time, they just, I'm, I'm guessing they just get put into a mental institution, right? Because like, you're, you're tried as insane. Right. But... But it's like, how culpable are you for, for, for the actions that aren't yours, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's almost, imagine the dissonance, right? Your body committing a crime that your mind doesn't even know of if, exactly. you're, if, you're, if you're bipolar and schizophrenic. Yeah, I mean, that just makes the mind-body problem really interesting for me, I think. Yeah, I mean, there, there I mean you like to so... talk to yourself, right? So that's almost like a... <laughs> wow. Not to, not to so out you on the street. I, I deserve to go to an asylum right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, no, they're very intertwined. But at the same time, they can be so distinct. And also, just to complicate things more... Do you know the, like, even without a, our consciousness, like, the idea of self and what what constitutes a single entity that stays consistent throughout time? So, like, there's that problem of, if you have Oh, because all our skin, like, all our cells yeah, shed away, yeah, right? Yeah, and then we're, yeah, like, right, a right, new right. body by yeah, the time yeah. we're... But there's, exactly. So, it's exactly that, but, like, I guess more simplified. So, like, there was the problem of, if you have a boat in a museum, yeah. and it's really ancient... But one and you pa- keep rebuilding the parts. Exactly. I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to no. interrupt. I'm so excited. No, no, no. I'm so glad yeah, you're yeah. excited. And you're absolutely right. Exactly. <laughs> so like one panel gets really old and falls off. You replace it. You replace it little by little until the whole thing is just replaced one piece at a time. Is that boat still the boat that you put yeah, in the initial Because the idea of the boat is still there. Right. right. The idea of the boat is still there. But so, physically, it's this. Yeah, exactly. So if we like to talk about it an- analogously to like the human being, I guess the concept, the entity is still there. And, you know, yeah, it's the same identity, but it's a different physical body. Yeah, I guess entirely. it's a little different, though, right? Because the boat. Um, okay, well, to get a little more technical, and a lot of people get angry when I do this. What? Well, <laughs> there, there's a philosopher Hegel, and he and how he um, imagined things was through their like how he approached the philosophy. He talked about how um, the 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 use of an object, right? So that's mm-hmm. how we can think of it metaphysically. So a boat is obviously used for one purpose to travel across water, right? It doesn't have a mind. It doesn't have like. Well, I hope it doesn't have a mind, right? 
And then so, so like if it gets if it, so it's the idea of the boat and it gets so if it gets replaced physically, mm-hmm. that's almost a new boat because its only use was to be used physically. Whereas humans, we do have like a spiritual element. I see. So it's a little. So even if our skin is shed away, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our 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 mind is obviously still the same. Whereas the boat, mm-hmm. it's just a boat, right? It 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 will. It's just it just traverses water. All so right. physically, like to in me, to my opinion, if you physically take all the components of the boat and rebuild it. Mm-hmm. That's a new boat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a new boat, but humans like like anchoring themselves into familiarity. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll sometimes, you know, constitute mm-hmm. it as the as the old boat. Yep, yep, yep. But I think metaphysically it's a new boat, but it's hard to make that distinction with humans, right? Because mm-hmm. Because we have the consciousness yeah. and the and like same memory. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, you know, people change their looks all the time. Like, let's say plastic surgery. Let's just say you, like, you lost a lot of weight from, mm-hmm. like, your kid. You look completely different. And some people will have, like, an existential crisis, mm-hmm. right? I've heard of, like, people um, getting into, like, a horrible accident and they have to have plastic surgery to, like, fix their face or whatever. Uh, or, you know, like that really SpongeBob difficult. episode. Where <laughs> yeah, I love how you went yeah. like, oh, people going through these difficult experiences. I have to relate. And Bob, yeah. let's I go. have to relate. I have to relate. I have to relate. I am only twenty three, so like I can't. I can't be out here sounding like a forty five year old jaded. No. I thought you were fifty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. But yeah, but it's like people will look at themselves in the mirror and they'll be like, "Who am I?" Right? Like, mm-hmm. what is this? So people obviously have an association with that um, sure. familiarity. Yeah. yeah. Mm, man, I get, yeah. Humans are very complex, but you know, just going you again, going back to the fact that we place so much of an emphasis on consciousness. Mm-hmm. What if this is just all of us just thinking that we're more special than that boat got, that got replaced. <laughs> I hope I'm more than I, yeah, I hope I'm more special yeah. than a boat. But I guess in, from the perspective of the universe, we're, it's all the same, right? I, like uh, Humans like to think in the universe we're special because we have a consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, well, let's talk about this. You, you said um, you think uh, our consciousness was created by some sort of higher power, right? Oh, I guess that was, I, that concept, I'm not sure if I truly believe in it, but it just came up because of um, you know, the, the way, going back to the Black Mirror episodes that we were talking about, like, we um, undermine the, you know, the ethical rights that AI consciousness has because we created them through code. Mm-hmm. And because we created them on literally on, you know, through technology, we think that they're not really as valid as human consciousness. So we, you know, like the man in the show, the episode, he feels okay, like, mistreating them and basically treating them like they're not really conscious. But what if we're also created like we don't know who created our consciousness if we we don't know how our consciousness came to be so what if we are technically also code because we're ge- we're basically genetic code right exactly yeah so what if there's a higher power that created us just like we create ai consciousness but we think that we're so valid we think that we're so conscious so why do we think that we have all these rights when ai right ai consciousness isn't given those rights even though we might be in the same exact position does that make sense? Yeah, I no, I mean, yeah. it's like, how special are we if we can literally be cloned? I mean, they can clone sheep. Yeah, right? I mean, exactly. they're like, they're, 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 they're like trying to make humans better by isolating out the genetic codes that are like, that cause defects. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's, that's a thing that they're trying to do. So you're, you're right. Like we can almost be introduced, we can almost be reduced to just simple yeah. genetic code. Yeah. Like DNA splicing and so forth. Right. So, so and, and then we think, yeah. the, we think the universe treats us specially right because we mm-hmm. we have like the highest consciousness that we know of right uh, you know barring any higher power but like in, in my opinion the universe is actually really indifferent to to who we are what we are I what agree. we think right I it doesn't care agree. that we it just played out like this right so it's nothing we we like to assign you know when good things happen we we say it's something special like we're special and when bad things happen <laughs> we say it's bad luck and, and the reality everything's like just the world is so 
is, is really indifferent, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I remember you texting me. You were like, I'm extremely indifferent about this. And I was like, that's, you know, that's like the mood. Like, I'm extremely <laughs> indifferent about it. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's universe vibe. <laughs> and yeah. one of my favorite books, The Stranger by um, Albert Camus, he called the indifference gentle. And I think that's that's a nice way to look at it, right? Mm. Because it's not pressuring you one way or another. Yeah. Right? It's, it's almost reassuring to know, right? I mean, because the human consciousness, whether or not, you know, whether how valid we think it is, it is special in a way because right now all we know is that we have the best, we, we have the highest functioning consciousness that mm-hmm. we that we are aware of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, whether there are like aliens in another universe, mm-hmm. that's another, but mm-hmm. like on earth right now that we know, we are, we have the highest amount of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So we have to choose to uh, how we approach that, right? Yeah. And, you know, it, facing an indifferent universe, right? What does that consciousness need, mean for us, right? Like how do we define ourselves in that way wait this also reminds me of like how we briefly touched upon freedom of will free will yeah yeah. Yeah, like the world is so indifferent so you know do our choices really matter and are our choices predetermined i actually really like this topic um of freedom of will but why do i keep saying freedom of will (laughs) free free will free will will. will. same thing same thing um but yeah like i i was just telling chris that for my class um i actually wrote a paper about it so whether we have free will in a hu- in a wholly deterministic universe, and I, like as a human. Wait, the prompt was in. I mean, if it's a deterministic universe, then there's no free will. Exactly. Oh, so the prompt limited you to like right, in the free- right. Well, the of prompt- course not. That yeah. Right, wait, right, that's right. such a limiting. Right, if the prompt right. said deterministic, I mean but, that's the definition of deterministic, right? Right, like, right, right. No, but there were there were some counter arguments that I had to address. For example, like. There is the concept of like liberty of spontaneity versus liberty of indifference, right? Because mm-hmm. liberty of indifference is what you're talking about, kind of, I think, for, for a wholly deterministic universe. But then um, there was just this argument that we still have liberty of spontaneity, which is basically like we are able to make the choices that we want to make and are willing to make with no hindrance or interference. Uh, okay, you so, know what? One of, this actually reminds me. One of our previous guests, mm-hmm. he's uh, he has like a, a physics background, right? Oh, interesting. So, so you could argue that any action we have spontaneity in our actions right but he you know he would say that those are all just inputs and from the experiences that we have I like agree. under the guise that it's spont- like spontaneity yeah right yeah. i mean wh- whether right like whether we we classify it as spontaneity and that's another topic whether it's just because we perceive it as, spont- as spontaneity mm-hmm. that might be like spontaneous in a way mm-hmm. but the universe already knew we were going to do right, that, right? Right, just by exactly. The, so, so, you so know, it's just an illusion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an illusion. Yeah, so it's, it's an illusion. illusion that we give ourselves. It's an illusion. Hey, but hey, I think yo. the illusion of free will is uh, some sort of free will. Oh, it has to be. really? Like how the illusion of consciousness play. I think almost everybody in this world goes by with an illusion of consciousness, right? Like some things we don't know why we did that. Like we like um, unconscious habits, like biting your fingernails. Like mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. people don't even realize they're doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's our consciousness just at play, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we don't have we don't have control of that. Yeah. So no. right, and it's and it's a similar free will. It's if we, it depends how much we perceive and how much we don't perceive. So I think consciousness and free will obviously they they, they intertwine. Then yeah, this, for this sure, topic. For sure. So now we can talk about this for like fifteen hours. <laughs> but yeah, it was just super interesting to me. Um, I don't know. <sighs> I feel like I honestly, while writing that essay, I kind of got convinced that maybe I don't have free will. Um, and that kind of made me really sad because it makes you sad, right? <laughs> yeah. Like what, like all twenty plus years of our lives, what did we? This was all determined, right? Right, right, right. But like as a as a as a baby, you know, as John Locke says, 
Tabula Rasa, blank slate, right? Where are our mm-hmm. experiences when we we're a child? Mm-hmm. So, so the moment we were born, that's when everything. So, if like my if my mom like held me the wrong way, <laughs> is that why like I lived the shitty life? Like, <laughs> yeah, because because you have no experiences coming right out of the room, right? So, so you know, I, I guess I, I have my mom to blame for turning out like yeah, this. Yeah, just just go call her right now and just tell her. Because then the then 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 the <laughs> argument for nature versus nurture would all be nurture almost. Mm-hmm. It would be no no nature. I love the nature versus nurture. Because then it would be no nature then. But right. we know. We, I think we have some proof that there is some like th- there are some um, like elements that are passed down through genetics. For like, sure. For sure. My um, my um, what is it? A normal psychology professor actually always says most things are fifty percent genetically passed down. So like it, you know, if you're wow. that's you're, a that's a large claim. That is a I, large I, claim. It's a large. Really just... It's a huge claim. But for example, like IQ, it's fifty percent your parents' fault. <laughs> That's what she would say. That's and why I'm just dumb. Yeah, yeah. No, no responsibility on your part at all whatsoever. It's your parents. Fifty <laughs> percent <laughs> is huge, but there's definitely. Uh, I definitely think there's always nurture in play and always nature in play. It's never. That's fair. I think that's fair. And you know, you, you just mentioned it. Responsibility, right? Oh yes. Oh, free will and determinism and responsibility and crime. These yeah. are. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, another I mean, topic. conscious. If our hum- if our consciousness is separate from our body. Mm-hmm. and we don't have a control of it, where's the responsibility there? I mean, you right, do we even it. have responsibility yeah, for our actions? What, what is the moral and ethical responsibility if, yeah. we, if our consciousness is, is separate, right? Right, right. And, and if everything is predetermined, then... Yeah, okay, yeah. if everything's predetermined. The, like, you cannot be an existentialist, which I, I somewhat <laughs> am, and then, mm-hmm. and, and then believe in determinism, because part of existentialism is that you know, every choice you make closes off all the other choices you make. Mm-hmm. Like you're a new, you're killing off a new, a different version of you every time you make a choice. Mm-hmm. There's like an infinite multitude. So me choosing to come here, mm-hmm. right? Who knows what the other Chris would have been doing? Probably oh. enjoying his life more. Yeah, no, probably <laughs> drinking champagne. <laughs> well, we're gonna be doing that later. Oh anyways, yeah, but... we will. We will. We'll celebrate. So, so it's hard to be like an existentialist and take some sort of responsibility. Because how do you live, right? We talked about this before. Let's say. You, you believe consciousness is is separate from the body, so you have no control of that. And you think you have no free will. Then what the hell are you just like a walking... <laughs> what are you? Yeah, yeah, are you just like a walking a slab dummy. of meat? Like, yeah, yeah just walking around? Like, it's... You're, you're just... Uh, you're and maybe just... that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is, and we just don't want to think that. Maybe that's literally all it is. Yeah, no. It's no, it could be. It. it could be. I don't know anything. <laughs> Summary of this chat. Summary of my whole life and the podcast. Yeah. It took six episodes, <laughs> guys. I don't know anything. I don't know why you're listening. Uh, but I, this is super random. But I just remember in middle school, I was super convinced for some reason that we were living in a simulation, and that I was just not my body wasn't real. Uh, and then I couldn't sleep for like five nights straight. Wow. Because I just I just couldn't believe that they need to kick up the hardware if i'm a simulation oh. <laughs> you really guys really need to like Wait, up the yeah. hardware can you like fix my appearance real quick <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, just lose a few pounds just switch that turn that control a little bit just down down because that's like a popular i mean that's more popular right now that's popular ideology right now that everything's like a simulation yeah for sure i mean we wouldn't i mean it's like all, all, all these metaphysical questions it's all a bunch of well we don't know so it could be true and it's annoying to hear that but it's also true like mm-hmm. if we were a simulation we wouldn't know we didn't have free will but we perceived it like we wouldn't know if everything was deterministic we wouldn't know mm-hmm. so it's like all these questions you have to address and it's like uh we i mean we talked two episodes prior mm-hmm. episode four was religion philosophy and science mm-hmm. uh like we called it the met, you know pretentiously the metaphysical trifecta oh <laughs> well very pretentious <laughs> you know, my but yeah and it's like 
well, okay, if science can tell you one thing, mm-hmm. the world is deterministic, mm-hmm. and they're like half, they don't know too much about the consciousness, right? The brain is probably the least understood part of our body, like mm-hmm. one of the least For understood. Sure. Well, then religion and philosophy have to come into play, but it's not like they have any tangible evidence either. So, mm-hmm. like, we're stuck in this weird nebula where we don't, like, we want to think that we have as much control over our body as we can, but we, we don't. We do not. We, we might not. We don't know. Oh. <laughs> we do I not mean, I'm know. sure we're not the experts on this topic. Oh, we're not. We but I'm sure the experts don't not. know any more than we do. Maybe, right? yeah, perhaps. Maybe we do. Maybe we maybe are the, the experts. Maybe the more they find out, the more confused they are. Like Just me. like we every, are. Yeah, exactly. Every, every, every episode. Episode six, I've actually <laughs> lost IQ points. Yeah, you've <laughs> lost brain cells. The last episode you ever make will be your last brain cell. I don't know if you've ever read Flowers for Algernon, but it's like, it's the same kind. So it's a man, he gets, he's, he's like uh, clinically like dumb, right? He's really Uh low IQ. Uh And he goes through this surgical process where his IQ, and he becomes a a genius. Mm. And then the whole book is him actually deteriorating in the surgery, wearing off. And he goes from like super high IQ back to very low IQ. And it's like, and that's me, but I start (laughs) out low and I don't go any higher and I end up low. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Oh, it's so fun thinking about these things. So stressful, but so fun. <sighs> but yeah, my middle school self could not get over that. And I think it really stressed me out. Because it's a very young time to be thinking about things like I, that. I agree. I think it was like fourth grade. I just, I was just so convinced. Jeez, oh my God. I, I, didn't, I didn't specifically think that was a simulation, but I believed that my mind was um, fake. I think that's, that's when I really got into Minecraft, actually. I think that's what kind of convinced me that my world is not any different from a minecraft world and there's someone there's someone playing a game outside our world Mm -hmm. and i'm just like a minecraft character i think that's what got me thinking and got me really sad um but yeah i mean that's another another part of it like we say our um like tying it in we say our our consciousness is really just you know i'm gonna ignore the minecraft reference no i'm kidding (laughs) like we say our we say like playing a game right we say our consciousness is special but um I think most of our actions can be already like if we if someone was if we were in like a big box and mm-hmm. someone was playing a game with they're playing like house with 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 us and they're mm-hmm. watching how we would act. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they'd be able to know what we're gonna do for like the for whole sure. day for, for sure. like for like 24. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. I, uh, people tell me I have a lot of hobbies, but then like eventually they're gonna be like, okay, look, this guy's either gonna be cooking, he's either gonna <laughs> be dancing, or he's gonna be reading, like or he's gonna be listening to a podcast. <laughs> so like, if all of your days can be foreseen by these other people then Mm -hmm. theoretically they could simulate anything that you experience right Mm -hmm. and they could they could even they could even mess with your consciousness because the consciousness is only we don't understand it right so they could even almost simulate a consciousness right Mm -hmm. it's 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 scary scary it's very scary i'm glad i'm glad we're doing this live so i'm not not (laughs) so you're just alone in your room yeah i'm not haunting myself wait is there a ghost around me yeah exactly it's it's (laughs) yeah stressful and it's another thing it's like if the i'm sure it's like think about terminator right like the, the robots look like humans so people were have like people were more right i bet if if um ai definitely if ai developed consciousness and mm-hmm. they look like what we think are robots like scraps of metal we wouldn't have any problem like killing of course, them right we right? wouldn't have the empathy for them yeah and it's just like just because they and then if they looked like us we'd have a little more we'd have a like, we'd have a little more trouble with that and i think yeah. this goes to show this is like ex machina did you watch no i haven't watched it's it a, it's a really great film was it's it? basically um just a. is that the one will smith wasn't in that movie was he? no okay. no no i'm thinking of irobot no i'm thinking oh of okay yeah this one's um i don't know any of the actors names actually but it's the one where a woman robot a female robot is developed and um this guy basically falls in love with her 
and then I don't want to ruin the ending, but the ending is excellent. There is a, I get, I don't I don't even know if this. Saying, I still don't know what this uh, movie. Is. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not, I'm so I'm bad at summarizing. I'm, I'm so not sorry. Any clear yeah, no. This. Okay, there's a female robot. A guy falls in love with her, and then um, basically he he just really gets convinced that she is worth. Mm, he he feels so so many feelings for her. Um, as if she's a real well, human. So how do AI and humans interact in that world? Do they just live together like normal? Oh, no. She's like a rare developed... Like, it's it's not normal for, at all for AI to be, just be walking around and oh, looking Oh, usually like it's like a Roomba going around. And <laughs> she's, like, she's like a <laughs> She's just a really hot Roomba. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, she's... Yeah, she's a... There's this like really smart guy who is basically... Has a huge lab where he hires this guy yeah. to interact with this robot that he developed okay. and see how, you know... Oh, how he falls in love with it. Yeah. Um, and he makes a choice um, that, you know, just relies on that love in the end. And you will have to will watch turn, to find out what happens. Will he turn himself into a robot? Like, no, 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 no. It's worse than that. Worse it's, than that. It's a very um, kind of, ooh, it's like it, the ending kind of freaked me out a little bit. Because I, I, when I watch movies, I don't know why, but I just really, um, like, really, I guess, just really get absorbed by the perspective yeah, of yeah. the characters and i just couldn't stop thinking about how that main character guy must feel in that moment mm-hmm. after that ending yeah, yeah um because it's just uh, should i just spoil it no what no. Okay. <laughs> never mind oh, it's just so hard to talk about this in vague terms without saying what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, hard to, I mean yeah. if you've heard uh keanu reeves in that new video game cyberpunk it's a lot uh, i don't know if you've heard of it like, no i haven't Shame on you. No, oh, I'm but, so sorry. But Keanu, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like in this video game. It's cyberpunk. It's like cyberpunk, so it's mm-hmm. like futuristic. Uh-huh. And it's almost like the Black Mirror episode we watched. You can upload your existence like into code. Mm. And then the question yeah. becomes like, well, like one of the characters dies and mm-hmm. then she's she gets re-uploaded. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's like, well, what happened? And then they, were, they said you died, but we just re-uploaded your consciousness. Hey, yo. Right? So it's like if it's like a flash drive USB, you plug in, plug out, plug in, plug out. Like what? You know, like, what are we at that point? We're, we're yeah. almost like 50% robot at that point. Yeah, we we're just AI. <laughs> that would um, certainly help. <laughs> I hope AI would be smarter than I am. But uh, <laughs> we are, we, I hope they have more brain cells than we do. <laughs> but do you know about the, the concept of, like, intelligence explosion? No, what is that? It's, I, I am not at all knowledgeable about AI. But um, I, I just read about this. I brought the wrong person. <laughs> you really did. You really Are did. There, if there's any listeners out there who know more, <laughs> than, who know more than Jin, please. Yeah, just... <laughs> please, please hit Chris up and mention in the chat. Um, but I, I, I believe is the concept where like, um, you know, a creator develops AI that is smarter than they are. And mm-hmm. then that AI that was produced, again, produces AI that is even smarter than they are. Mm-hmm. And so there's just this exponential increase in intelligence until, until there is intelligence explosion, I think. I think that's what it is. Okay. But yeah, it's just exponential increase in just like the, the creators are... The, the, the product like is always... What would be considered more intelligent than us? It's not right? Like, would they just be able to memorize everything instantly? Oh yeah, I was thinking about this too. Like, what determines, what determines that? Like, but I guess I guess like when I guess when we talk about AI, we talk about intelligence as like I, I don't know why this came out to my mind, but AlphaGo, um, is the is the what is that game called like the, not checkers but like oh go yeah go oh, oh I'm so stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. AlphaGo <laughs> but yeah yeah go exactly it's this robot that plays really well and it beat um, the 
supposedly best player in Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah in exactly. like two seconds. It's right, just, it's just right. Wins. It's yeah. ex- exactly. So I guess that's how we determine like how intelligent our creations are. And supposedly that AI that, we, that was created was smarter than humans. Yeah, I mean, but just that just means that like they're able to process information more. Like the only right. reason, like the best chess players have the best memories. They have the best, um, mm-hmm. like they have, they can store so much information. They know every move, mm-hmm. right? They memorize every play. Like the best Scrabble players just memorize the dictionary, mm. right? So it's almost like, you know, yeah. to be considered smarter, you just have to have a larger capacity for right, information. Right, right. I think that's right? the case for AI as well. They just have a yeah, very yeah. large capacity. It's like every time I learn something new, I forget something, you yeah, know, how to. Whereas they never forget. Yeah, my, my, one of my favorite you know, quotes from The Simpsons, he was like, remember the time I um, learned wine tasting and I forgot how to drive? And the joke <laughs> is he just got he just got too drunk. He couldn't, <laughs> drive, he couldn't drive anymore. He didn't actually forget That's anything. Like, yeah, but, but it's like, yeah, it's, like we, we have, it's really hard for us to process. That's why like, it's really hard for us to retain so much information at once. Yeah. That's why we forget so many of the classes that we've taken in college. Yeah. And I, as you already know, I have really bad memory. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who are you again? No. Oh, wait, sorry. For, wait, sorry. Who am I? We're on a podcast. Wait. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh, thank you. We're, we're on a podcast. Oh, Don't worry about you. it. thank Qu- you. Quick <laughs> recap. Thank you. Thank you. No, but yeah. I, it's very interesting to me. Just... The possibilities of AI are endless. Endless. I don't know why endless, I said it like that. Endless. endless. Um, I mean, they have. Um, it's like Watson, right? IBM's Watson. It can accurately determine like what kind of medical disease you have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, better yeah. than a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Those are really cool. And now uh, we have like self-driving cars too. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, like, what is it gonna? Be? I think, yeah. As technology develops, humans are definitely gonna have to go through another super big existential crisis for like, sure yeah actually my mom and i were talking about that because i was just about to i, I think that was the stage like that topic got really hot when um i was starting to search for jobs mm-hmm. and she was just talking about um how you know maybe so i really wanted to go into education for a long time and she was a little bit against it yeah. because she wanted me to um have education as more of a backup I guess she wanted me to have a higher paying job at the beginning. This is not roasting my mom. Proof and that Jen is a gold no, digger. No, stop. <laughs> it's not gold digging if I'm making the money. All right. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, she was just like, you know, find more stability and then go for your true passions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like half, half jokingly. But yeah, I just thought about how, you know, maybe in the future, a lot of, or not even maybe, but definitely a lot of jobs will become obsolete and, you know, what, I mean, which, even now, right? Like, right, right, right. Even now. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, it's not maybe. It's definitely. <laughs> like all those Wegmans and like Walmarts. They're exactly. Like, they're all automatic cashiers yeah, now. Yeah, the kiosk machines. Yeah. There's just, you know, humans are kind of becoming redundant. <sighs> but yeah, that's definitely going to add to the existential crisis, like you said. Right? Because like people yeah. are going to, right? A lot of people are saying we should like universal income. We should give everybody universal income because some of these jobs are never coming back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like, give everyone 1200 And then it'll just be people with a lot of free time and mm-hmm. they're not like, distracting themselves about uh-huh. anything. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And then if, if people are given like a lot of freedom, it sometimes gets like, it sometimes gets like mental. Like think about COVID, right? I'm pretty sure mental, like mental issues have probably gone up through COVID. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, because people just had a lot more free time to sit there and be like, wow. And like, reflect and yeah, think yeah, on their like, own. And look just... how, I mean, I started this podcast. I, <laughs> I, the greatest. Yeah. The, the... It's very clear that you're clinically depressed right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's why this, I'm public. Coronavirus is public enemy number one because 
it created this podcast. Mm, That's yeah. why everyone's trying to eradicate it. They're yeah, like, I can't yeah, believe for sure. You, you, we have to get rid of this podcast. You brought this podcast yeah. upon us. Yeah, I'm gonna get so many threats from people because I just joined. Oh, this podcast. I already get death threats all the yeah, time. Yeah, I am not They're excited. Like, don't open your mouth ever again. Oh Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> oh man! And now yeah. you're, you're now you're in it too. Now you're in. You're, yeah, now you're great. In it as well. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I will enjoy the attention. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. This wow. is why you keep making these identities for me. Gold Tigger, attention, whatever. Man, I need to I stop making make, these comments. I did, yeah, I That's all on me. You I, made the yeah, I, need to make, I need to stop making these jokes. I will stick to self deprecating jokes rather than um, yeah, false identities. We're, talking, we're talking about consciousness. All your consciousnesses are saying you're a gold digger. Oh and it's just, my it's, God. Your subconscious is like, yeah, I'm a gold digger. I don't even know why I joke about that, honestly. I don't know how that started. It's just funny to me. I don't we were, know. We were talking about what humans value most in their in their partners. Yeah, and I was just like, money. You were and you were oh. like, I love the money, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh word. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh word, a bet. <laughs> um, anyway, no, no, I am. Um, I care about other things too. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, the podcast is not gonna believe you. These people are, you think these people are gonna believe you after all this? I am. I'm not even getting paid for this podcast. I, this is. Are this you is not? Evidence. No. This is evidence that it's not all about the money. The, the human rights people are gonna come after me. Oh, <laughs> this is this is this. Is the yeah, <laughs> you will get fined. <laughs> but you know, you know what I was thinking is, because who who really goes about their daily day thinking? Because nobody thinks you hear you hear people people like to direct the moral actions. They're like, "What well, what is my conscious saying?" Like, "You're good conscious, you're bad conscious." Mm-hmm. People have the saying, "I want I don't want this to weigh on my consciousness," right? Mm-hmm. As if like they 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 do an action, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have a choice to do. I mean, they have to do they have to have a choice to do this action, or else it wouldn't have a perceived moral um, impact on themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. they have to perceive that they're committing an action, and then. Yep. They're saying that it will. They don't want it to weigh on their consciousness, as if it was something that they can like. That's because if it weighs on your consciousness, mm-hmm. and it's a negative effect, that almost makes it seem like the consciousness is separate, right? Mm-hmm. But we also like to think it's it's together. Mm-hmm. So they say we don't want it to weigh on our consciousness, and if it was really part of our part of our body, like unified, we'd just be like, well, if it's you part of your body, just don't let it weigh on your consciousness. Then mm-hmm. like just block that part out. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of I think there's a lot of hypocrisy out there oh, when, yeah. when, when we're For saying, sure. yeah, they're like, oh no, like my, I don't want this on my consciousness, good mm-hmm. consciousness, bad consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like well, you're assigning all these relative terms, good or bad. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a part of you. So yeah. evidently. It's not like we sometimes we don't consider it a mm-hmm. full part of ourselves. Yeah, I, we always take the route that's more convenient to us, more oh, beneficial. Love that. Yes, yeah, 100%. absolutely. Oh, that's all humans are about. Do you, I mean, can you just imagine how, like, because we all right from the smallest molecule in the water, right? That's where we develop, right? Like a eukaryote. Oh, do you know those memes? Sorry, I keep referring to it. Always with the memes. (laughs) No, but there was like the first fish that walked out of water and it's like, oh man, I have to to work nine to fives um, today (laughs) because a freaking fish walked out of the water like billions of years ago. Anyway, go on. Okay, well let's, yeah, so I mean... Yeah, I mean, imagine, you know, the fish walking out of the water, right, in the mm-hmm. meme. And it's it, it literally developed into, like, at what point did it develop a consciousness? Like, what evolutionary trait made it develop a consciousness? Or was it, like, a separate? Like, that's the kind of thing that makes people think spiritually or, or mm, right? For because sure. yeah, just yeah, yeah. to think, like, to see, you know, to look through the microscope, mm-hmm. see the cell and think that's what we came from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we became sapient through that. Mm-hmm. It must have been some sort of divine power, right? 
That's what people think. Uh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's what people think. And mm-hmm. just to think that, the, the, like, just the series of events that happened to turn on, like, to allow me to be talking to you right, right, right now. Right, right, right. Instead of being two fish gloggle gloggle yeah, in the water. Exactly. And, and making these stupid memes. Like, yeah. How much I've had About that. About our ancestors. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I, like, I had to, like, I understand completely why people are religious because there's a lot of the world right. to take in that's, right. that's uncomfortable. If, right. If everything was just like, a, like, if everything was a series of events that just happened and like mm-hmm. evolutionary trends and, and mm-hmm. here we are because of science. Mm-hmm. But, you know, luckily science will never tell us why we're here. Right. So mm-hmm. science can tell us we evolved from those two fish. Right. But they'll never, like, why? why, why? And if there's no yeah, reason there's why, no why. There's always there's just no a why. how yeah, yeah, yeah. and what, but not a why. And if there's no why, well, we have to live with that. Yay. Exciting. <laughs> Depressing. You no, know, it is. Because, like, um, the fundamental question is how, how can we not be nihilist, nihilistic, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, any person with an education can probably, like, maybe they don't think about this all the time. But if you present the argument, like, we were born here. And mm-hmm. then, like, that was kind of it. No one, like, it, no one gave you any reason. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, well, what the hell am I working? Like, you know, sometimes, like, I've, like, one day I've worked, like, 20 hours before. Like, I worked mm-hmm. that 20-hour work day, and I was like, what the hell mm-hmm. am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell am I? Wait, like, 20 hours a day? Yeah, it was a 20-hour work day. That's up, crazy. I, yeah, I got off at 5 a.m., and then I didn't, like, go to bed until 20 hours later. So that, oh that would be. Oh, my God. That would be 1 a.m. 1 a.m., yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. 1 a.m., so. Holy Jesus. Right? Like, I can't imagine. And, and for like, what? And for what? And for what? Because to our wake freaking up at ancestor fish walked yeah. out of the water. Oh, no. <laughs> Just to wake up at 5 a.m. the next day? Like, it's, it's you know, it really... I mean, the, the whole question... And then it's like, you know, to tie this into consciousness, right? Can our consciousness tell us, like, why we're here, right? If it's, like, the separate entity or... Right? Like, if we... I mean, how, how, how weird would it be if we saw another... Like if we took a copy of our, our consciousness, put it into a, a different looking body, mm-hmm. but it had the same memories at us as us, and we were engaging with it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that—that that seems like such a weird like. Like who is that? Is that me? Am I me? Like yeah. is, is the me so replicable? Yeah. Like if if you can just implant my brain into some other body, and then mm-hmm. like it has the same. Man- I mean, that, I guess that's a question that came up in your philosophy class. Like, are memories, yeah, yeah, sure. is it the memories that make the Yeah, yeah. Make what the determines self? the self, exactly. Yeah. So if you just, like, took your memories and placed it into someone else, is that yourself? Yeah. Yeah, there's, because there's, like, there are a lot of theories about the self, right? There's, I think I remember the bundle theory. Again, I, it's been a while since I uh, <laughs> reviewed the material, so I'm sorry if the phrases are wrong. But I think there was a bundle theory about the self. And it's basically just saying that our, our self is defined by the bundle of memories that we Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. makes up our consciousness but yeah the bundle theory was just really interesting to me because if you put that exact bundle in somebody in, in another body then that i guess well does that mean if we have alzheimer's it's no longer ourself that's another that's another thing that you know connects and psychology memories, and philosophy and, yeah and so so i the first thing i saw on that wikipedia page of the bundle theory was so they use an example of an apple and it's it's only defined through its properties or like Hegel says it's only defined through its uses, right? So there's nothing ontologically or metaphysically um, uh, that transcends the, the fact that it's just property-based. So the apple's red, the apple's round, right? There's no there's no cohesion to it. And if, if you could bring that back up so Ooh, I can yes. I have more material so to talk about. So you can pretend you're smart. I can pretend, I can, I can oh, continue right, right. To, to pontificate, okay. So, in particular, there is no substance in which the properties are inherent. That's interesting. Just how it appears, there's nothing inherent to it. There's no substance to it. It's like, oh, it's like if we think about, so we know, okay, for instance, we know what boiling water looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And because we know what boiling water looks like, we, we know what 
non-boiling water is, right? So mm-hmm. just be, we know the two states exist, mm-hmm. right? And then if we apply that to existence, we know what existence looks like, but what does non-existence look like, right? But the ex- but just because existence exists, we know that non-existence <laughs> has to be there as well. But we, sure. we, we, we have no comprehension of it, mm-hmm. right? So that's almost like a substance, mm-hmm. right? And we're trying to perceive a substance. And then bundle theory is saying it's just per- there's no substance to it. It's just the perception. Like the microphone I'm looking at right now, it's round, it's black, it's propped up. You can't read any further into that. I'm sure Hume scholars are like punching the air. They're, <laughs> they're all getting into their car. They're gonna okay. like they're gonna like drown me because this, I'm butchering it. This source, I think it's a little bit more straightforward. It says bundle theory, a theory advanced by David Hume to the effect that the mind is merely a bundle of perceptions without deeper unity or cohesion, related only by resemblance, succession, and causation. Hmm. How can that be though? Like we can, so the mind so, is merely a yeah. bunch of people. Like so, that's the thing. I guess this goes back to like uh, <laughs> what we were originally talking about, about how if th- if that bundle of perceptions was put in another body, then that would be essentially the same self. But it sounds like everyone is going to have because everybody sees that the apple is red and round. So it sounds like everybody sees the same thing regardless. So if everything was just defined by its perceptions, or by the by the by the superficial appearance of it, we'd all. You know, metaphysically, we'd all see the same thing, right? I'm, please, Hume scholars, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. They, people are going to come for you. I'm going to stay silent so that nobody comes for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Please, look up something else. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm actually super, super interested. Yeah, no, this is really interesting. Um... Okay, so... According to the generic sense, the substances in a given philosophical system are those that are the foundational entities of reality. For instance, atoms. Okay? And then, so in David Hume's systems, the impressions and ideas are the substance. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So the idea of an object. I guess the idea of an object is different for for each human. So, okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Ideas of substance are man-horse of quantity. Four foot, five foot of qualification. White grammatical of a relative, double, half, larger. So everything is just in relative to something else. Oh, okay. So so right now I'm reading that um, it's it, it goes against uh, Descartes' uh, second medica- uh, meditation. So that experiences belong to an immaterial soul. So that means so so anything that tries to define unity is automatically bundle theory goes against. Okay. Right, right, right. Right. So we, we talked talk about, about we talked about bundle theory. Mm-hmm. So I guess the opposite of bundle theory is. I mean, that means memories have no impact in bundle theory. That means memories are nothing, right? Because it's everything's in flux, which which implies that everything's changing all the time. So our memories, but I guess our memories are going to be so. Like, regardless of what our memories is, the superficial aspect of the object is still going to be the same. Oh, John Locke. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So he says consciousness always accompanies thinking. So awareness mm-hmm. of the same the self sameness of consciousness is personal identity mm-hmm. i mean we're aware of consciousness but we don't just because we're aware of it doesn't mean we have any control of it so yeah but that's just how it always is i guess yep. uh, an emphasis on sameness you know the very obscure word philosoph- uh, mm-hmm. philosophers love that <laughs> the self-defined self is the conscious thinking thing which is sensible or conscious of pleasure pain capable of happiness or misery and so is concerned for itself and as far as the consciousness extends mm. So it's it's a combination of so this is a mere this is like almost a materialistic like anything like a perception like anything we perceive um, that that's what the conscious is mm-hmm. except we like a lot of the things that we register as pleasures and pain doesn't 
doesn't like initially like for instance like addictions right like nicotine addictions right that's pleasure to our body but we're that's not pain too. yeah it's both pleasure it's ple- pleasure to the ma- mind pain for the body mm-hmm. but it's something like we don't even you know consciously know because like if you ask an addict are you addicted they'll say no half the time right so yeah, it's like for sure. huh. who knows Oh, oh, our present consciousness is linked by memories to our past selves. I think that's important. Yeah. I definitely think you, because if it was just perceptive, then that, if it was just your perceptions, it changes and it's influenced by your memories. So is this, is this all John Locke's? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Okay, it is, okay. It is. I'm liking John Locke. I'm liking <laughs> how he thinks. I'm oh, like, wait. Yeah. Memories, um, they're so, they're so transient sometimes. Like we, we forget you forget things a lot, right? We all forget oh, yes, things a lot. Yes. And sometimes we remember things wrong. Like, have you ever... Oh, yeah, a memories always reconstructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. that's why, like, eyewitness accounts never work. Exactly, in, because, like, exactly. Because, like, I've heard so many stories about Because people are so it's convinced. Like, like, they don't want to feel like they're wrong. They're like, I'm 100% yeah, like, this exactly. guy was, like, you know, this tall, this color yeah. skin, this, And, and you mentally start to believe what you say. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's obviously some psychological biases there, too. So, for sure, for sure. So, like, can something as... Um, how my, as, as something as uh, fickle as memories really define yourself. Yeah, that, exactly. that seems a bit, you know, that seems a little bit untenable to me. If yeah. I was defined just by my memories, then God, like myself has no integrity to it. <laughs> like those memories are going back and forth. Like okay. in my own memories, I'm like, you know, I'm the best in every situation. There's yeah. the conceitedness coming of humanity <laughs> of coming humanity. back. Yeah, no, but for sure. Memory, <sighs> memories are weird. It's, it, in psychology, it's always something that's just um just so always doubted yeah it should be yeah I for mean, sure it should be. yeah and it's just it, it's just ridiculous because so many things in our daily life rely on the memories that we have so does that mean someone with like a photographic memory is the most of themselves because they remember everything um, do you know what i mean like with the bundle i'm not i'm not putting, i don't mean to put you on the spot i'm just like, I'm like jim oh. please give me the answer to this question in, in your most professional no, no, no. i'm just i'm just I, I did this. in the last episode i just started like we were talking about um this person my friend annabella's faith like she's mm-hmm. a baha'i right and mm-hmm. i learned you know it's a really cool faith mm-hmm. and i was just like asking questions that no one should be able to answer and like it's like when i started reading quotes of mine to like the people <laughs> in the second like there's no way these people should be able to answer this and i'm just like and it's just like like me thinking out loud i'm like uh-huh. oh what about this and they're like and then like they feel stupid i'm like oh no no no, no, no. like i'm sorry like i'm really sorry you're just really putting them on the spot like that so it's like what like there's no theory of the self that holds up like a hundred percent for sure there is none like okay well let's say this if not memories then what else would it be um some people think that it's like our stream of consciousness right so our perception oh how we perceive things yeah, how we yeah. perceive things Actually, now that I think about it, I feel like the bundle theory might have been about our perceptions, not our memories. I don't quite remember. It's been a few months. But regardless, so let's say it's the stream of consciousness, how we perceive things. But our memories affect how we perceive things, right? We learn from our experiences. Right. So they have to be intertwined, right? If we just For take, sure. Yeah. So if I just took my stream of consciousness, placed it, and then wiped the memories, that person might turn out completely different just because they've had different experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay, along this line, I have a quick question. So we you, and I won't be able to give you an answer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a little more. It's pretty straightforward. So you you slightly mentioned Alzheimer's, but if you do, if you in the future get Alzheimer's, would you consider yourself the same person afterwards? Interesting. I wonder what because like I've seen people with Alzheimer's and they like they're like super confused all the time, right? Yeah. No, they just have no memory of what they do when. You know. So I guess at that point you wouldn't even they wouldn't even have that issue, right? 
I guess that's why people, I guess not because people tell them like, this is you, this is who you are, this is who I am. And they always deny it. Like I'm seeing this video. Mm -hmm. They're like in the later stages, they always deny it. They're like, no, that's not who I am. That's not who you are. Like, who are you? Yeah. So that's, that's definitely like a new self at this point. So yeah, the body is constant, staying constant, but the memories the are body, not. Yeah. The body is just like a so. meat receptacle for the mind. It's, it's nothing. Okay. Personal identity does not consist in identity of substance. Interesting. Gonna have to I'm gonna have to read up on that. Cases. Okay, the self in action, that with which the consciousness of this present thinking thing can join itself, makes the same person and is one self within it with nothing else, and so attributes to itself and owns all the action of the thing as its own, as far as that consciousness reaches and no further as everyone who reflects will perceive. Is this what it was like to read my quotes on the second episode out of the Probably, blue? Probably, yes. And then react to it? Probably, yes. And my quotes are like four times long. Oh my gosh, you really put them through that suffering. That with which the consciousness of the present thinking thing can join itself. Oh, okay, yeah. So so unity, joining itself, right? We, mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this, how, how a part is the consciousness with the person, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess John Locke is saying that to be the self is the point of which consciousness and present thinking and ourselves combine. Mm -hmm. But we just we just said like we don't know if that's the case because there's a part of the consciousness that we can't even access, right? So is it even combined? You, you got that blank look again. On your face. <laughs> no, so sorry, I'm, I'm was, just talking out of my ass. No, I was processing the quote a little bit more. I was rereading it. Um, Ooh, okay. Personal identity implies personal responsibility, just punishment for past wrongs and being held justly responsible for future actions. That reminds me of a movie where they they like could see into the future. So like Ooh. you didn't even commit the crimes, but they could jail you because they could what? tell what crimes you commit. Right? Holy crap, that is interesting. But if if we have any sort of perception of free will, there's an infinite number of choices and an infinite number of futures that could happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a future where we didn't do this podcast and everyone was happier. That's <laughs> the result. But, Man, I really wish it was just possible for us to know whether we can actually even make. If, if we even have the power to consider alternatives, I just want to know. Okay, let's say we did know, but what after that? Like, let's say the answer was yes or no. It doesn't change anything, right? I think it would give me... I, th I think it would change things. I think if the answer was no, then I would be like, okay, okay, so we don't have free will. So you know what? I'm and just gonna. Would, yeah, I'm not right. even gonna think about that anymore. I'm not gonna. Right, question right. You'd stubborn. You'd stubbornly go on and do your same thing. Like nothing much would change. I guess my lifestyle wouldn't change. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we're, we're closing out the podcast, and um, so we had we had Jin here with us today, and you know, customarily we have them. <laughs> anything that you want to talk about at the end, the platform's all yours for like however long you need. So is there anything you want to mention? Um, I guess just one thing that I really want people to think about in their daily lives is just mindfulness. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, there was a psych class when my professor asked me, like, when was the last time that you let your mind truly rest? And my answer was just like in the womb because my mind is always everywhere. It's always in the past. It's always in the future. It's not never, it's never really truly in the present. I mean, right now I believe it is because I'm actively talking to you, but there are just a lot of times when I'm alone and my mind is not in the present and enjoying my life as it is going. So I just really hope that um, all listeners and everybody out there just takes the time to just practice mindfulness in whatever way they find comfortable. Like I find that meditation is really effective because it guides you um, on how to really focus on the present. But just any like hobbies that you can really hone in on and focus on because when our mind wanders to the past and present, it just really isn't really beneficial for our mental health in the long term. So yeah, just as someone who's very 
passionate about mental health and psychology in general. That was great. When we yeah. this podcast, the first episode was how we can live, you know, authentically. What, like, be, as you said, living in the present, not um, being too concerned about the past and the future. I think that's that's awesome. So, I mean, with that, that marks the mid-season special, episode six of Human All Too Human. This was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah.